0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Alana. And here's another episode of the Black and Yellow
1: Podcast. Woohoo! World Cup fever. Eh, eh, it is. Eh, soccer, soccer,
0: soccer. Woo, it's woo. It's taking woo. over the world. It well, is. Kind ap- of. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to
1: say that. It's taking over most of the world. It's
0: taking up most of the world except United States.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Because let's be real, Americans don't really give a fuck about soccer. No, nope, They don't give two fucks about soccer. African American people surely don't give yeah. two shits and a fuck about soccer. Yeah, Africa does. Africa.
0: Not- yes. <laughs> not African American. Very
1: shrewd <laughs> distinction, so yeah, please stay very on me different. through this episode. If I say blacks, you're going to have to correct me, because in this case, yeah. Africans and African-Americans, we are on two separate Completely. sides of this yeah, uh, yeah, soccer-loving yeah. coin.
0: Yeah, Africans love soccer. And I think the Ivory Coast has a pretty badass soccer yeah, team. Um, I, yeah, I mean, Nigeria, um, I think, played a decent game this past week. Because um, you're watching. Yeah. So, I mean, most of, I don't know how many of you guys, uh, if you guys are, this this is your first episode. Thank you for listening. If not, then most of you guys know that I am Brazilian. Yep. I have a Brazilian passport. Portuguese was my first language. So, the blood of being Brazilian is alive and well and throbbing through my veins when it comes to soccer. Soccer is life. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily, like, the biggest soccer fan. I I used to be more, but not as much anymore just because of life and time and just keeping up with all the players and their ranking and the players and teams. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. I'll still wear my Brazilian jersey and I will, you know, cheer up a storm. Nice. Did you play growing up? I wish I did, to be honest. Okay. Um, No, but my first, side note, my first, like, Print gig that I okay. got, you know, like just like a like a print job uh-huh. was to be. So I got, I went in to play. um The auditions were like on this field somewhere in Hollywood, hmm. and this is when I had like way way longer hair. I don't think you remember. I think you I don't think. Me. Yeah, was, I think
1: you had a shorter cut. Yeah, when yeah this we was like in two thousand
0: fifteen, but because I never forget this job. Um, so I had like double the length that I have right now, and so. It was up in a ponytail, and I remember like going to the audition and completely miserably failing. Like we were supposed to dribble the ball like around three cones mm-hmm. and then kick it into the goal. Got it. So like I, I kick the the first cone down. Okay. Instead well, of getting it through, the, that's yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna pass you on to um, a callback. And then instead of actually, because as a soccer player, you would get the ball back with your foot. Like, if it's far away, like, if it's, like, a little far from you, you don't go and pick it up with your hands as much unless you're, like, picking the ball up to go somewhere you're picking the ball up to throw back into the field. You would just kind of, like, grab
1: it with your foot. Sure. Right? Why not? (laughs) Your face. I've never played soccer a day in my life. Um, Sure.
0: Anyway, so instead of doing that, I picked, it, I picked it up with my hands, and I went,
1: oh, I know no. that you can't do. <laughs> I know enough about soccer. No, you cannot play with your hands. And then I was
0: like, here we go. Fuck it. I'm not going to get this job. <laughs> so then I'm at home, and it's like, this was like 2015 or something, and I remember being on the computer, and my agent texted me, and he was like, hey, like, you got the, um, oh, what's the, it's not Sports Chalet. It's um, Dicks? Sports Authority.
1: <laughs> oh okay okay
0: yeah one of those b- mega mart sporting yeah. good shops so he was like hey are you available for these dates for sports authority and i was like sports authority what is that because i actually never grew up around a sports authority i only okay. grew up around a sports chalet and i didn't know what
1: how similar they were yeah sports chalet was like dominant when we were teens, teens. and i think then dicks came along yeah. from the east coast yeah and sports authority was sort of sprinkled throughout, All throughout. yeah the they, lesser known exactly and i went what
0: what the hell? What the hell? What the hell is a Sports Authority? Because mm-hmm. um, you know sometimes you go to auditions and yeah. the name is a little obscure. You yeah, know, especially if it's like an Apple right. I- product, then they usually call it like Ice Cube or mm-hmm. some sort of strange <laughs> NDA totally. name. Um, so then he gave me the dates, and I, and then I looked back in my email and I was like, oh my god, I booked the soccer job because. Mm-hmm. I look like a soccer player with maybe the what I wore, right. but I have no idea how to play soccer. Apparently so then, I have to get the job. Right? So then, that day of filming, I had to really play soccer because they were taking shots of us. Yeah, and I, got, I believe and, that. And I got hired with a bunch of real soccer girl players mm-hmm. in high school. But mm-hmm. I look like a high schooler. <sighs> It was like if if that was not a test of like fake it till you make it or like just, you don't know what is yeah like I and, I mean I made it through I pulled through and and so part of me was like fuck I wish I played soccer really in a way yeah because okay. it's, it's a great it, you know what why soccer is so important because it's literally like brain to foot coordination and so it's that dance yeah and and de- and developing that I think as a young age is really important. Cool. Yeah, essentially it is like dancing.
1: Yeah. I mean I never played soccer growing up. You danced. I danced, but I never played soccer in terms Did you play any sports? I went to basketball camp for a summer. I played basketball when I think I was like sixth through eighth grade. And I was not very good. (laughs) I was, I was not the girl that you would pass the ball to expecting how? for her to make a basket. You could, like, count on me for a strong foul. Were you still, like, as skinny as you were? I was pretty thin that when I played basketball, i had hit, like, a bit of a growth spurt. Huh. And I had spent um, a couple summers with my family in Texas. So I ate a lot. So I was oh. actually a little chunkier then, too.
0: And how... When did you hit... When did you hit
1: this height? I think I was in... 6th grade? 7th grade? I hit that spurt right about there. But yeah, soccer was never something that I personally played. I think I always, in my mind, wrote it out off as like a white person sport or a Latino sport, like a sport oh, that oh, wasn't really I said basketball. I was like, what? Oh, I'm sorry. No, soccer. I always I I think in my head, I always wrote soccer off as a white or Latino sport because I never really saw any African-American kids or my friends playing soccer. Yeah. And AYSO, I think, was the big pay to play league mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that all of my white friends in were school a were a part of. It was pay-to-play, and it seemed like it never ended. Yeah. Like, it was all year. Yeah. And every single weekend, it seemed like they were at some, like, AYSO tournament or, like, doing something for soccer. And I was just like, whoa. Like, Mm -hmm. that sport just never spoke to me. And on the the off chance that I asked my mom, like, can I do AYSO soccer? My mom was pretty much like, no. Like, (laughs) our spare time will not be dominated by your child sport. Yeah. Which I kind of understand. Because it felt like soccer, and it still sort of feels like soccer today is like the entire family gets together to watch the kids play soccer. I think it's great. Oh, see, my parents were are are, and we're working people. They were like, no, we got shit to do. Like, we don't, like, we don't, our weekends are not going to be devoted to watching you play soccer. Yeah, it's a
0: very, um, yeah, like, the whole family goes and and watches the child. I totally agree. But I also think, like, to be honest, any sport that you're really going to, like, completely devote your life to, you- the idea is to go pro and I think that if you're gonna I think if you're gonna play to play and have fun and be in shape and develop those skills that's great but to actually completely devote your life to is another thing like I have that kind of with ballet like Mm -hmm. I had dreams of becoming a professional ballerina and I really wanted to but part of me knew that I had started too late Mm -hmm. and that I would never become one okay And so then it's like the reality of like then just dancing because it Because I love it, and it fuels my soul, but that there's no way I'm going to— You're going to make money off of it. Yeah, exactly.
1: I see what you're saying. I um, think—here's the the thing that's irking me about the World Cup. So, it seems like in the United States, we get our kids—when I say our kids, I mean white kids— some Latino kids start in the pay-to-play leagues, mm-hmm. but it seems like as they get older, interest disintegrates, and soccer is maybe just watched yeah. as opposed to actively played. Yeah. But around this time of year, World Cup time, it seems like everyone's talking about the World Cup, but no one's acknowledging the true fact that Americans don't care about soccer. Mm-mm. We just don't care. No. I think Forbes did a a um, uh, a. A poll uh-huh. and on that poll only seven percent of americans said that watching soccer on tv was their favorite sport to watch seven percent that's almost nothing mm-hmm. in the in our American in a, landscape. yeah absolutely i agree like we just don't care about soccer no. but it feels like because this thing happens every four years called the world cup we should be talking about it and we should act like we care but we really don't. don't. Which to me
0: is interesting because that's like a reflection of the United States as a whole. We tend to, to love basketball and love football and love baseball, which, well, baseball is a pop, very popular in Japan as well. But like. What? Like, it makes me feel like that, not that we're not open to anything else, but the fact that we are only absorbed and into our own sports that are in our, our own
1: country. Well, there's a reason for that. Let's talk about the reason very quickly before we get to the meat of this episode, which is soccer's sort of lack of diversity as it it looks in the United States. There's a lot of reasons why Americans don't like soccer. Reason number one, we like a sport that is also entertaining. Mm. Soccer... By and large, not that entertaining. It is not uncommon for a soccer game to end one to zero. Yeah. And Americans, we like to see scores. Yeah. When it fast. C- fast. Like, that's part of the entertainment. <sighs> it's like, we want to see people score. We want to see people dunk. We want to see home runs hit. We want to see amazing Hail Mary plays played on the the uh, football field. Mm-hmm. Like, we like that. That's part of the entertainment. Yeah. Also, soccer can end in a draw or in a tie. Yeah, we do not like that in the, in the United States. Yeah, we like a clear winner and a clear loser. If we win, we like to riot. At, at least in California. We yeah, do. yeah, yeah. If we lose, or if someone loses, we will look at you and call you a loser. Mm-hmm. But in soccer, you can have a draw. You can have a tie. That's almost impossible in mm-hmm. baseball or in football. Mm-hmm. I think it's somewhat impossible in hockey too. Mm. So, like the sport itself. It's a slow moving sport also. Like it doesn't feel very American. The sport feels very European. It
0: feels yeah, very Yeah, and, and I think that's that's what it is is that it's a very European um very Latin there's a culture in those worlds, right. in those continent. or sorry, geez, in those countries mm-hmm. of soccer, there is no soccer culture in America.
1: There is no soccer. Culture. There is no soccer
0: culture, and the, if there is, the only soccer culture a little bit would be the women's team that dominate the men's team. Yeah, you know, like Mia Hamm, yeah. like those girls back. Like they're still totally. better. They will always be better than the men. Totally, I <laughs> which is interesting that... too. That like this out of the sport that it's the soccer, the girls' team
1: that is. The West most
0: gets more yeah.
1: than, than the guys. Yeah. I mean, and listen, as a feminist, like I'm not hating on that. Like we give a lot of attention to sports that males play and male teams. I love the fact that if there's one sport that we, that really resonates with, with female audience watchers and, um, females and and they get the respect i don't mind it being soccer yeah i think for me like going back to why americans don't like soccer americans like sports where there can be justice and when i was getting ready for this show i was reading the rules of soccer and it occurred to me there's a lot of different ways to win a soccer game uh yeah it's not just like people play dirty yeah and it's not just like score the most goals you win like There's strategy of how someone wants to win. And for me, with more strategies to win a game, the more likely, or the more strategies there are to cheat. Does that make Mm, sense? Yeah. Whereas, like, in basketball or football, it's like four quarters, or we'll say basketball, four quarters, this much time, whoever scores the most, wins. Yeah. If you get fouled, you get two foul shots. But in soccer, there's a whole bunch of different strategies. Yeah, it's
0: very complex and intricate and... Um also, um why wow, I lost my train of thought. Um I've seen it can get messy, yeah. and and people. And oh, here's and what's great is like in football, you can like look at the cameras and analyze, and it gets really specific. Right. In soccer, I think they're doing it this World Cup. I hope they are, but there's so much that happens that they don't have the what is it called like the review camera option where you actually go in and like in like football, oh, like you go in and you see that the ball where did the ball land? Which okay, side, you know they don't
1: have that like in the soccer. Playback camera. The play, kind of yeah, thing. they
0: they don't have that. and they have the technology to do it, but they just don't they choose not it. to. Um, I need to double check if they're doing it this year because a lot of shit happened last World Cup. Mm-hmm. I remember reading about that. Where it was like, yo, that was a foul or, hey, that wasn't a goal or, hey, whatever, you know? Right.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, apparently the referee is also very important in, Huge. in, in soccer. Huge. He calls everything. But he has to see it. And if he doesn't see it— Well, right. Yeah. And so then you get into the question of are refs fixing games? Do refs yeah, Are they have... getting paid
0: by the other side? Listen, Dude. T-
1: uh-uh. Tell me about it. If you, Excuse me, referee. If you are not out there playing the sport, which means you probably, if you're calling the sport like soccer, it means you can probably play soccer and probably somewhat well, just not yeah. well enough to go pro. Right. I don't want to watch a sport where I have to consider you and maybe what sort of prejudices you have towards one team mm-hmm. and favorites towards another. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, no. Yeah. I, I just, I. Yeah. It's like an outside force it that is. has a control over the game. Other than the people playing the game themselves, which I also don't think Americans like.
0: And also, too, there's a lot of star players that get targeted, you know, and they get hurt. That's what happened to the Brazil team last year. Neymar, uh, who's like our star player. Um, he got, like, kneed in the back by a Nigerian guy, and he had to have, like, back surgery or something insane like that. And he
1: was out, he was out for the last game. Of course game. he was. Of course he was. And Again, just, like, like, Americans like sports with justice. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like soccer, even though soccer, I think, is billed as, like, a very democratic sport. Yeah. It doesn't fall, like, there's too much of a margin for something to go wrong. And I yeah. think Americans are like, no. They're not sure. I, know, we I... like cut and dry. We yeah. don't want to think too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: I also think what makes soccer great is that a lot of it has it starts in a very poor country. You know, yes, that's what I love. Like, right. it's kids in Africa barefoot mm-hmm. playing with like a newspaper ball that For they sure. made out of newspaper. Yeah. And I think to see people f- coming from nowhere, from nothing, be amazing and get into a team mm-hmm. and get paid millions of dollars. Yeah, like that's what I. Really admire about soccer totally. is that a lot of these kids that a lot of these players that didn't make it were dirt fucking poor. they came from nothing. they came yeah. from the favelas, you know right. where their parents were drug addicts right. and like all this the stuff ghettos, and songs. you don't need anything to play soccer, right you know, like basketball, you need a hoop mm-hmm. football you need a football um, and a field and a field right. and basketball soccer you can t- you can kick a can around, that's
1: and that's true. how it started that's true, you know Wait. yes. I want to stay on this, on the, on that point. I just want to make my one last point yeah, about go. why Americans don't like soccer. Because I found it quite fascinating. Uh-huh. So there is this theory floating around that in terms of Americans not liking soccer, it could be because we don't look at soccer as a national pastime. Mm-hmm. So there's this this theory that the sports that someone watches growing up as a kid... Those are the sports that they consider their national pastimes. Yes. So I I grew up watching football and basketball. Those are my two national pastimes. I grew up watching soccer. Okay. So then soccer is your national pastime. For me, it's not. So when football season and basketball season are happening, I don't have space for other sports Sports. because it's being taken up by football and basketball. I'm not sure when soccer season is, but if it coincides with another national pastime in the USA, i.e., Baseball. Yeah. Most Americans don't have time for soccer because they're watching baseball. If you're a hockey fan, if, if soccer coincides with hockey season, there's just no space. Yeah. And so as you get older, you get less likely to take on. Completely, sports The theory
0: makes perfect sense Yeah
1: Because there's no Quote unquote Space for them In your life But
0: yeah But even I think Picking back off Of the theory It's like Even if you grew up Watching only those sports Mm -hmm. Then most likely You'll only be watching Those sports In a way You know You might be kind of Interested in hockey You know Especially if you're Like a Kings fan And it's playing And you're like Okay yeah whatever But if you specifically Grew up and playing Those sports It's different It's then Yeah Then why Like why would you Watch anything else Like I don't watch football I never I never grew up watching football. I never played football. Right. You know, I don't understand it at all. Okay. Um, okay. But but I think even if, like, even if there was the time in in your mind that you don't have time. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, therefore, even if it's, like, it's just like me, even if it is, like, I mean, the Super Bowl is coming around the corner, even if it's like that, I still wouldn't
1: really. Be too invested. To be too invested. I but, might watch the last game. I got you. You know? Well, but, but even bringing up the Super Bowl, like, Americans like to win. Yeah. We don't have a winning soccer team. Our soccer team is all right, (laughs) at best. Right. But we like to fucking- And that's what I mean. Americans like to gloat, and there is nothing wrong with that, because Lord knows- I like to glow. Right. With any California team wins, shit, I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Cali, yeah. Hey, right. when oh. the Dodgers. That was, yeah. The, even the Warriors. And I'm a yeah. Lakers fan, but hey, it's still California. Exactly.
0: And so I think you make a perfect point because the American soccer team sucks.
1: And we can't crank out an American soccer superstar to save our life. lives. Yeah. Like the they, most and, famous soccer player in the States is David Beckham. And he's from the UK. Right. Last year, there was two of the guys
0: were, I think it was like something Donovan and, and, I mean, I wouldn't know, but two of them were pretty, pretty good. I think they won one or two games in the World Cup last year, which was like amazing. Like that was the first time I was like, go USA in soccer. Like when did I ever say that or thought that? we were winning. Yeah. And then you had that feeling. Yeah. Um, but this year they didn't even qualify so they're not even right. they Didn't even. I was like where there's no you I, and I wasn't even like When I was going through like the groups because you get grouped into fours and mm-hmm. then you do group matches And oh, then okay. it starts to go into like quarterfinals semifinals finals sure. I was looking through all the groups and like I was like, oh Croatia, Nigeria, Algeria, Korea, Japan, Brazil, Argentina England, Germany, and then I was like after I finished I was like, oh I didn't. Even, I didn't even think about USA until I watched the first game and I was like where oh I guess is United States even playing against someone? And then I was like, oh yeah, they didn't even qualify.
1: And pardon me for rearing my American <laughs> head. The first thing I asked, and people were like, oh my god, you watch the World Cup? It's coming on. You're gonna stay away for the games? Was is the USA uh, in it? No, right. no, they're not. They didn't qualify. Then no, I will not be staying right.
0: up. Right. What I think is the people in America who do watch, mm-hmm. I would say, are you probably like immigrants, For children sure. of immigrants, for sure, or obviously like our huge like you know uh, Mexican population yeah. because soccer is. Like, you go to—on the weekends, you go to any park, there's Mexican guys playing soccer. Hell yeah! Yeah, so it's it's in the blood, Um, but—
1: Generational.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I think because there is a lack of the soccer culture in America due to, obviously, no representation whatsoever. It's true. It makes absolutely perfect sense
1: that Americans don't watch soccer and don't give a shit about soccer. Mm-mm. However— In an international sense of of who cares and gives a shit about soccer, if we're just looking at our two unique nationalities, we've already talked about how Africans love soccer. Don't Japanese people like soccer? Japanese and Korea. What's with that? Because there's no Asian representation in soccer, for sure. For sure. Japan and Korea are the only...
0: And China. Japan and Korea and China try because they are... It's a world sport. It's a world sport. And they are, you know, big uh, contributors to the global economy. Right. Yeah. Um if you want to take the powers. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um but they're just not very good.
1: <laughs> um, do Asian
0: people in general tend to play soccer? No. If you take Asian people at least in America and I think mm-hmm. that's that has a lot to do with it. Um it's 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 not
1: very very popular. Because Asian extracurriculars tend to be like
0: music, music.
1: Um, uh, I would like to say summer school, some, something to keep the, the brain flexing yeah. as opposed to the physical body flexing. Yeah.
0: Overall, if you were to uh, take some sort of extracurricular activity or pastime or sport or hobby, whatever, mm-hmm. most Asians will not go into sport. They will go into Got something it. more cerebral. Right. Um, and that makes perfect sense. Um there was this quick article on The Guardian, um, about um Nitan Sansara mm. who is Indian but um is uh has is has played in uh Britain. A lot, oh, okay. Um, Which makes sense because it's, yeah. you know, European. But um, he does mention something along the lines, which I thought was interesting. Um, he says, coming from an Asian culture, I grew up on family values and education. I was yeah. trying to make a point of, well, we've all been brought up on those values. But at the same time, there is a career to be made in the sport. Mm-hmm. I don't think many people see it as possible a possible career. Right. Any kind of career in sport is already one that's... Seems like a lofty goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of injury and, you know, anything right. along all the lines All the X like factors. Um, I feel like Asian communities do not do enough to show that there are Asian professional footballers out there. He says, especially in Britain. But I think this is, can be taken out of context and sure. say it internationally. I'm sure. With our population growing all the time and a lot of successful Asian people, why can't there be successful Asian people in football?
1: I think football, it's because, meaning soccer, right? right yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like I think it's because we don't, in an American, in our American society, we don't necessarily give Asian people credit for their athletic Never. aptitude. Yeah, hardly,
0: hardly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if I want to, if you want to, if you want to do a quick think of thinking about any sort of physical. Uh, sport, sport, or uh, physical, like a, like a, like anyone who's been like like a, like a Michael Phelps, like a Kobe okay, Bryant, okay. like a, whatever, like a star player, yeah, superstar, we'll superstar, say. yeah. Um, in my mind, none of them are Asian.
1: None. I mean, there's Yao Ming.
0: Yeah, and um, what's his face? The Knicks was the Knicks. That other really, uh,
1: he went to Harvard. That sounds super uh, Asian. He's on the Knicks and went to Harvard. Oh my god! Like, what are you, Jeremy for? Lin? Oh uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I He's think that the Dodgers have an Asian pitcher. I think there's Japanese, an... Japanese, Japanese, two, two okay. Japanese guys. But Japanese people love baseball. It's really popular. Interesting, which I find really fascinating. That, yeah, that is fascinating. Yeah. Well, going back to the original point that I was making. Anyway, so there's very few. <laughs> there's very few, and I don't think that we. Unless we're talking about martial arts. I don't think that we... Yes.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. If you a, want to go into martial arts, there's so many. But
1: again, that feels very uniquely Asian. Which is all... I mean, yes. that feels very yeah, Asian. Yeah. But again, that's another sort of sport. I'll call it a, a sub-sport here uh-huh. in the United States. Right, right, no, right we're right. not watching karate on TV, so to speak. But that's a weird sub-sport where, like, Asian kids do that growing up. But also white parents... Put their kids into karate from a very young age too, which I've always found really interesting. Like, mm-hmm. Why is that a thing that like white kids do when they're like five, six, seven, eight, and tend to drop out by the time they're like fifteen, sixteen?
0: I have no clue.
1: <laughs> That's there's an episode there. That
0: is an episode. I'd have to interview some white kids.
1: I've always wondered and that. how they
0: felt about that. Yeah, because I remember when we were just at the cafe earlier. Yeah, and I told you that my friend worked at that. Yeah, she before we've met a couple times. Um. I've seen a bunch of little, like, white kids coming Uh into that. Yeah. And I'm always, like, interested. I I think it'd be interesting to ask the parents what's that all about.
1: Yeah, because black parents don't put their kids in karate. Hispanic parents certainly don't put their kids in karate. White people put their kids in karate. But white people put their kids in karate. And it's always been a weird thing to me. Yeah. Like, why is it that pay-to-play soccer leagues and karate lessons and dance, if you have a a girl, why are those the three... like sport that you would put your child in that's out of maybe necessarily your culture in a way is
0: that what kind of
1: yeah. yeah just just some food for thought
0: yeah yeah that makes sense
1: but uh in the united states when it comes to diversity in the the in playing soccer it's not diverse it is very no. much a middle class upper middle class white sport yes it is for sure yeah uh, I mentioned earlier in the episode AYSO. That's a very popular pay-to-play soccer league here in California. Mm-hmm. I think it's national. Probably, yeah. But I know it's really prevalent here uh, in in the good old uh, California. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a big part of the reason that there is a lack of diversity starts in these pay-to-play leagues. As you said oh. earlier in the episode, a lot of the big international soccer stars do come from lower-income areas yeah. where all they had was essentially a ball right. and a dream. And it, and it, exactly, and it came from a dream and passion. Right. Yeah. Because you don't need much to play soccer. Like, you don't need much to play basketball. Yeah. Like, you don't need much to play football. These are sports that... And you see a lot of
0: the stars that do become really big. You from hear ba- that narrative from from basketball and football. You do. You
1: come like a kid in Oakland. Totally. You know? like totally. Some person in. All I know. had was this ball and a dream. That's yeah. all I had. Right. And I became great at it. But here in the United States, uh, it's interesting yeah. to me that here in the states, uh, if your parents are really rich, then you get the opportunity to develop soccer talent and soccer ability. But yeah. not if you're lower income. Because yeah. those pay to play leagues can run you a cool 10 to 12 grand right. every year. And so, and so, do you think that's it? Like,
0: okay, so let's say most middle class Asian Americans, either who, you know, have the money or don't have the money to spend,
1: mm-hmm.
0: generally, if we have money, we're not going to spend it on soccer. Right. We're going to spend it on tutoring, on violin, you're on You're going to spend it on something where
1: you can see that investment back.
0: Yeah. Um, and if you don't have the money, then obviously they're not going to pick up a ball and play it around. They're going to do something else. Mm-hmm. And so what what do you think that is with with black people about So I soccer?
1: think with African-American, A, these pay-to-play leagues, they're not really established in lower-income areas. Because yes. playing soccer in general is expensive. You've got to pay for the upkeep of the field. You've got to pay for the uniform. lighting of that field. I think uniforms are on the parents' coaches advocates all of that's really expensive that yeah. all goes into um the ten to twelve thousand dollar price tag mm-hmm. that these parents are paying per year and that's before we talk about traveling tournaments yep that's 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 just playing here in California or maybe an hour or two drives away can you imagine playing in Arizona. You have multiple kids. Yeah,
0: that's so interesting because that my, price tag, like, racks up. Racks up. Totally. When I look back in my life, I remember seeing a lot of like girls wearing the YS uh, AYSO jersey mm-hmm.
1: and kids, and they were looking back now. All of them are white. All of them white. There were some Hispanic kids mm-hmm. because again, soccer is. In the United States, viewed as either a Latino or a European sport. Yes. But as those kids get older, they stop playing they do. club sports they do. because it gets too expensive. And one could look at the the way a, a Hispanic family um, sort of goes, where there's generally two to four kids. So let's say that you are the second kid. You play AYSO soccer. Maybe mom and dad have a third kid. Well, that's a lot that's an extra mouth to feed, an extra mouth to clothe, to put a, a roof over. Playing AYSO, playing in a pay-to-play league, isn't really beneficial to the family. It's not a good way to spend money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that gets it gets expensive, mm-hmm, 100%. Mm-hmm. Couple that with the fact that there's a peer pressure element, too, especially when it comes to black kids. If all of your friends are playing basketball or football, uh, and you're the only one that soccer. wants to play soccer, you're going to get—there's a peer pressure element, which is— come on, just play basketball, just play uh, baseball, even like don't play that white person sport. Don't play that Mexican person's sport. Damn. Come play with us or even worse. Oh, you want to play soccer? Okay, go find someone to play with you. Yeah. We're going to I was sport. just going to
0: say that a lot of it has to do, I think, and that's why it's so alive and well in the Mexican community. Yeah. Because your uncle plays soccer, your brother plays soccer. Right. Your dad plays soccer, and it's a great way to bond. And I see totally. them having so much fun, and you make such good friends and meaningful relationships and connections through that, but because there's a community of that here. Right. And I think as far as being Asian and being black, there is no soccer community. You don't grow up no. with your brothers or your cousins or any of that, really. And mm-hmm. so there they're just soccer doesn't exist
1: yeah and also when you think about how african-americans view sports we look at as a second or third family depending on what your family depending on how many families you have we look at african-american sports teams as another family to join into Mm. well if you're a black kid or an asian kid and you are looking at a team full of white people and some hispanic people you're already going to feel like an outsider Mm -hmm. it's not going to have that same team family feeling to you because you're one of few yeah do you know what i mean yeah i think also because ayso's are not in lower income areas the recruitment level is very low mm-hmm. because it's expensive to play soccer as i've said pl- a plenty of times in this p- particular episode and a lot of the ayso locations are not in lower income areas so there's a, a travel uh, a travel budget or a, a Hours traveled, miles traveled, getting there is difficult. Mm. You know what I mean. Yeah. If the nearest AYSO is an hour or two away, yeah. that means that you've got to figure out how to get your seven, eight, nine, ten year old kid to that AYSO yeah. field every every day. Yeah, and do you stay there? Do you come back? Right. Do, you do errands? Then what happens? What if so- you're working? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Certain pay to play leagues do have scholarships in play programs available. But those also get dicey, mm. because I'm sure, as you can imagine, somebody's parents right on the board when pay where there's pay, there's say yeah. And a lot of the times, the kids that are getting these scholarships, political, right? Well, a lot of the kids that are getting these scholarships are really good players, but but <laughs> I could see your mouth forming. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the nicest way to say this without like insulting anyone that might be listening. But if you bring in one of these kids that's, like, the the godsend for the team, this kid's going to help the team win all the games, if that kid, for some reason, doesn't show up at a game, Uh can't make to the traveling tournament, is late for practice... You know how white folks are with their money. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, why weren't you there?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you going to be at the tournament this weekend? You know, you were late to practice a couple of days ago. Is that going to keep happening? It's like...
0: You make a great... Well, yeah,
1: because with pay, come say. When someone is paying their money, they feel some sort of ownership. Yeah. And in these uh, pay-to-play leagues where there is a a merit-based scholarship system... Parents don't want to pay for someone else's kid to play soccer. That means if their kid isn't as good, their kid is benched. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah, going to pay for absolutely. Jackie to play soccer when Alana is my daughter and yeah. I can rightfully pay and she shouldn't be benched because yeah. Jackie is better than her.
0: Yeah. It gets yeah. really competitive. It gets The parents start getting in the way. And I think that becomes a problem, especially... I mean, when I was in ballet, that I, we experienced that in ballet. Yeah. Oh, know? definitely. So,
1: yeah. yeah I and mean, no parent wants to see their kid not out there on the field playing of course. equally, if not more, than Absolutely. some other kid. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's an article in The Guardian. Uh, this is a 2016 article. So three years ago. So in 2012, Roger Bennett of Men in Blazers and Greg Kaplan, a University of Chicago economics professor, set out to study the effects of the pay-to-play system on American soccer. They compared the background of each U.S. men's national team from 1993 to, to 2013 to that of every NBA all-star and NFL pro bowler Over the same period, using socioeconomic data from their hometown zip codes, they found the soccer players came from communities that had higher incomes, Mm. education and employment rankings, and were wider than the U.S. average. Mm. While the basketball and football players came from the places that ranked lower than average on those same indicators. Those numbers tightened around 2008, reflecting more recent diversity in soccer, but the gap still remains. Mm. So like it's white when kids start playing soccer. And then let's let's say for sake of argument these kids want to play through high school. You're still playing AYSO, you're still yeah. doing the pay to play soccer league. I don't think soccer scouts come to high school soccer games cuz a lot of high schools don't have a strong soccer focus. Yeah, I
0: think they would go to colleges that right. have um... to scout talent. Yeah, for sure.
1: But again, if you are lower income and can't afford to go to college, you How even if you're you? an amazing player, you're going to get passed over for the, the mediocre white dude that's playing soccer that loves it, that could afford to be in a pay-to-play league.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you sure, know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... I would. I it's I, tricky. Just yeah. the, the the sense of like realizing, especially in America, mm-hmm. specifically talking about America. Yep. I don't know how it works completely in other countries, but like the fact that money is a, a definite factor yeah. and um, ethnicity and race. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I totally agree.
1: Yeah, and like we don't know if there's any great African American or Hispanic soccer players out there, we're not developing their talents. And even if we are, there isn't
0: much focus because there isn't a lot of money involved because our soccer right. team isn't even... I mean, the LA Galaxies, they're, they're, they're good. I think Beckham played on the Galaxy for a while. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Which was great. Uh, but but even still, we've never... I don't think... I think it's, maybe it's been decades since we've won anything as far as like, oh, really? a, a European... Um, cup or even um or even like a
1: world cup we've never won a world cup i didn't know that okay cool yeah even the way that our kids look at soccer and how we treat soccer whether it's between white kids and latino kids it's a big difference you know i live in a, a very heavily hispanic neighborhood where soccer is played all the time yeah kids kick soccer balls to school Kids are playing soccer in the street, like mm, soccer. In the backyard, in the yeah. driveway. Soccer never ends. Yeah. And it's not expensive. No. So why would these kids go yeah, and pay? Mean. To play when they can play for free literally anywhere. Right. And they can play for free and, and, and flex their own creative muscles when they play. Because mm-hmm. also part of joining one of these leagues is you are coached mm-hmm. by coaches that want their kids to play with a certain kind of etiquette and a certain style. And you got to learn skills. Yeah, but, like, if I'm a young Mexican kid and I've been playing soccer my entire life and maybe I'm a little more creative than the other kids, Mm. I don't want to turn into a soccer-playing robot like these other white kids. I want to maintain my own creativity because I've I've watched soccer for years upon years. It's a generational sport in my family. I don't want to turn into one of these soccer-playing robots. And that's interesting because
0: in the World Cup you can see it. Um, you yeah. The European teams are a lot more strategic of in course. the way they play. Yeah, and the Latina teams, the Brazils, the Argentinas, the Mexicos, the Spain, the Portugals. Um, they are a lot more. Um, free and and that's why it's so fascinating and that's why I think it's so alive and well in the Latin culture because you can see the creativity mm-hmm. and the passion when they play. Yeah, and the European teams are like uh, A, B, C equals D, right. right? And the Brazilians are like, I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna fuck with you a little bit on this field. Absolutely. You know, and I love that.
1: Yeah, I um, there's a a field right by me, and there is I think there is an AYSO team that meets up there, and it's I would say it's like 60-40 white Hispanic, Uh and it never, ever ceases to amaze me that when the Hispanic kids are heading to soccer practice, they are kicking them balls down the street. When the white kids head to soccer practice, ball is under the arm. Yeah. They're holding their ball. Okay, well, I'm going to start playing when I get to the soccer field. (laughs) These Mexican kids are like, no, we start playing now. Yeah. Practice starts right now. Footwork, dribbling. Yeah. I can't speak soccer phrases, but they're doing it all day long it's probably running in their dreams it's not like when i get to the field i start playing yeah the playing starts when you wake up on the way to soccer practice and i think also too why
0: i love soccer is because a lot of times you see especially in america it was like Their dad was a coach. Mm -hmm. Their uncle was a soccer player, or I mean, was was a football player. It's like in the family, in the lineage, in the genetics, and a lot of times, I don't know about much about European, but a lot in a lot of it in Latin culture, it it just no one, no one in their family was anything, right? You know, the kid picked up a ball. And fell in love with it. Definitely, and I think for me, seeing that narrative be alive and true and well and mm-hmm. real and tangible yep. makes me love it even Absolutely. more. Absolutely, and, f- and 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 it just gives me a sense. There's just a humanity in it. You Absolutely, know? yeah. Because I think sports can get like these fucking players in America get played. Millions, mm-hmm. millions of dollars mm-hmm. to do what they're good at and to live this lavish life. And I'm, and granted, I think a lot of them do give back, but, but you know, if they came from a, a well, a really a already a well-to-do life, where is the joy in having all this money if you can't either give back somehow? I'm not saying they're not giving back. Right. No, I'm I don't the juxtaposition of of a kid literally being fucking dirt pro and coming from nothing, not having any kind of way in, right? You know, or even genetics being on their side. I got you. Of them just saying like, "Well, I'm not smart. Mm. I'm never gonna go to college. Yeah, I dropped out. Mm. I'm black. I'm a mulatto. Right. All I have is this ball, and I'm gonna I'm make gonna it make work. It. Yeah, That's and right. they do. Right. I and, hear you. And and to me. That's, that's, that's some, some sort of the magic in soccer that I think that's what makes some like Brazil so great or Argentina so great. It's um, really like bootstrapping. It is.
1: Like using truly what you have. Yes. Um, and then on top of that, is to the, the
0: genetics do play a part. Oh, because, I'm sure. Like Japan and Korea and China, those men are always a little smaller.
1: So they're not okay. as strong. Okay, I see what you're be saying. Fast. physical makeup. Physical
0: makeup does make a difference. Like a lot, a lot of times, the, the the Europeans and the Africans are a lot bigger and stronger. Okay. Um, but then the Latinos or maybe the, the Asians are like smaller and quicker. Yeah. So you know, it, it has its own. It, there, which, there's which is pros great. and cons. Yeah, both. and you can kind of see it at play. And then it's fascinating to watch it when they're against each other. Yeah. Um. But but that being said, yeah, it, it's it's I. I'm really excited, and I like I go, we I go fucking like I become a whole different person. Get it, girl. Like I, there's no stopping. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, we were we were just inspired, and so we wanted to talk to you guys about all this. Um, what what, what can be done?
1: Well, I think the first thing that could be done is we need, in terms for the African American community, we need a Kobe Bryant or a LeBron James yeah. of soccer, an American, an African American, like, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's important because, I, I don't know about other cultures or I think other it would races. help us too, Asian Americans. I think it would too. I think if we could see ourselves, meaning black people or Asian people, reflected in these world games, I'm sorry, African American people or Asian people, reflected in these world games, we would be more apt to put our kids yeah. in these sports. I think we sort of touched on this uh, during the Olympics episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, uh huh. Like yeah, like how like
0: swimmers or like the most of them white. Right. Or like the or or um winter sports. Like yeah, we
1: want to see ourselves
0: reflected. Yeah, because that's interesting to bring that up because I didn't even think about. it. I mean, I grew up watching um basketball too because mm-hmm. of my grandma, um but when Jeremy Lin came on board, it was like every.
1: Asian yeah. person in America wanted to care. Yeah, and Asians love basketball. And Asians, y'all stick together yeah. and support the fuck out of each other. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that there needs to be more representation
0: for sure. And 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 in order to have representation, I think you need to have programs and support yeah. and things that are going to um sort of uh pay not pave the way, but allow allow the possibilities of someone playing consistently uh maybe not necessarily having to pay or or, yeah you know i agree or however there needs to be a better way through that through the school yeah
1: i think that the pay to play system needs to be completely done with because ultimately the pay to play system is really saying if you can afford to pay you can afford to play yeah But really all you're doing is buying a skill. You're not buying a talent. You either have soccer talent or you don't. Right. You're buying your kids soccer skills. But if your kids are not gonna grow up and become famous soccer players, What's the point in even making that investment?
0: Exactly. That's what that, I mean. That's the first point I made in the
1: beginning. It's yeah. Like,
0: if not, if not make that investment, then you really just play for your pure heart and joy and fulfillment, like people, like Mexicans do on the weekends at the park. Yeah. And most of them are all grown working dads that just for go sure play poker.
1: definitely like that's why I didn't go back to basketball camp. I went one year and that was it because I wasn't going to be a pro basketball yeah. player. Well, that's
0: why I stopped doing ballet and now I do ballet once a, every like couple, like maybe once a month and I. It every time and right. it fuels my soul, and that's it.
1: Yeah, and I and I totally hear that. Yeah. I just feel like this pay-to-play system is only benefiting white kids. I see what you mean. Instead of like developing programs
0: that are actually gonna give and I'm sure there are programs, but but maybe just not enough.
1: Yeah, like put-I mean, if you're gonna do pay-to-play, at least go to some lower income areas where you know they are lower income. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to abolish the the system wholeheartedly, at least make it more affordable. Yeah. And to be honest,
0: on the other end of it, if I'm going to create the system that's pay-to-play or I'm going to be a coach or I'm going to be whatever, I want kids that have passion. Yeah. Right? Because yes. just because you can pay to play. Right. I'm so glad you said that. You know, that. passion and drive makes the difference. Mm-hmm. That's what develops talent and the and 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 the drive to improve and get better versus like, oh yeah, my mom's paying for me to play this. So I'm going to kind of play and then I'm going to go home. And eat a pizza and watch TV versus a kid who's like, Living oh, my God, and this is my chance. Breathing it. Yep. I'm going to play and then I'm going to go home and play some more. Right And on. then I'm going to do homework and have dinner and then wake up in the morning and play more. Yeah.
1: You know? Definitely. That, that is, is what I would like. Totally. I also think within the African-American community... Like, just as a side note, I think that we as African Americans need to step up and introduce our kids to more world sports.
0: I, I'm so grateful that you brought that up, too. I think it's it's part of it is the parent's job Definitely. to expose... And to educate. Yes. yes. And then to kind of see where the child wants to go. Right. And then nurture that completely. Yeah.
1: Because in the African American community, it's oh, you wanna you wanna be rich, go be an athlete or a rapper. You wanna be an athlete because maybe you're not good at music or maybe school. Whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, well then basketball and football, those are your two options. And I have always said if I have a, a son or a daughter, but if I'm looking ahead and thinking major leagues and a lot of money, if I have a son who wants to play sports, I want that kid to play either baseball or hockey. Mm. Baseball or I, I guess at this point, soccer, too, because baseball and soccer will save your brain in the long run. Right. Yeah. Football is hard on the brain. We still don't know the, the long term effects. Yeah. of yeah. Of playing that sport. From essentially like peewee all yeah. the way through to pros. <laughs> but I do think it is on the parents to introduce kids to other sports that maybe they themselves, they meaning the parents, aren't that familiar with. And, and ha- like do sort of what Serena and, Vil- and Venus Williams' father did mm. with tennis. He knows shit about tennis. He wrote a book about tennis and introduced his daughters to tennis and made sure that they became tennis mavericks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he wasn't afraid to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, He saw mm -hmm. an opening. He saw where his girl's athletic aptitude can go. Right,
0: And that that takes good parenting skills. Yeah. Because you have to pay attention to your child. Right. You have to talk to your child. You have to see what they like, what they're good at.
1: Yes. I think sometimes within the African-American community, there's this idea that, oh, if other people haven't done it from the black community, we can't do it either. And I think that that thinking needs to change. change. And I think with
0: Asian community, it's like the only thing that's going to actually bring you security in the long run and have a steady paycheck and make sure that you are like whatever because of our culture and because of what what my mom did and what my sister's doing and what my mm-hmm. friend's doing is to go the real cerebral route. Right. Which there's a lot of times you hear Asians not having a passion for that stuff. I'm no. only a doctor because my mom's a doctor. I didn't want to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a painter, but my mom forced me to go to law school. Mm-hmm. And that, because I'm such an artist and because I have such a passion and my mom raised me so differently, I see a lot of lack of passions in their own field. Yeah. So then they become a doctor for 40, 50 years and they're miserable, you know? (sighs) And and, and that thinking needs to change in the Asian community. With Asians, it needs to be like, what do you want to do? What brings you joy? Pursue that. I support you. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So on both ends, I think there is...
1: A lot of work to be done. A lot
0: of work to do, be done, developed by the parents. And if not by the parents, then I think the kids, the adolescents, the millennials, the, me and you and I, what we're doing. Yeah. You know, sort of becoming conscious and educating ourselves of why why they think that way, how we were brought up that way. Yeah. And sort of connecting it to see then why the results are are the way they are. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And so um, it's it's good to, 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 to look at that and definitely. question it.
1: But in the short term, the World Cup is still going on. Jackie, who do you want to win?
0: Uh, Brazil. So go Duh. Brazil, I guess,
1: for purposes of, of my uh, loyalties to this World Cup. I will now be going with Brazil. Good. I'm not going to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and watch the games. But right. if Brazil wins, <laughs> I will celebrate with Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> you better. This episode was produced by Christian Humes over at Zeitheist. I am Alana Webster at Renegade of Fun on the Instagram. We've also got a show Instagram. It's at Black and Yellow Podcast. Feel free to DM us with any thoughts, questions, concerns, or show topic ideas.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I am Jacqueline Chung Young on the gram. Uh, we are also on Spotify and iTunes. And uh, rate in-
1: and review us, let us know how we're doing.
0: Yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. Um, enjoy these summer episodes, guys. And who- anyone who's a big fan of soccer, reach out to us. Um, If you want to banter with me, um, I'm more than happy
1: to. Don't banter with me. I'm not happy. I will not be happy to do so. Yeah, don't talk about soccer with her. Talk about (laughs) fashion with her. Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) Enjoy the World Cup if you're watching. Hope we didn't squash that fun, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.